Welcome to Fruiting Body Podcast with your host, Brendan. Today, we have another legend of a guest. This is Alexandra. You're going to be learning about her life story. What brought her to Phuket? Now, I know a lot of you have seen many Russians coming into the island over the past year. This is one of those stories. Uh, more importantly, she is one of the founders of BPM Media. Got, got lucky with that. I almost fumbled it. Um, BPM Media. Now, they are a media company located on the island of Phuket, and they're specializing in content creation, and they have these studios. So if you want to do your own podcast, I'll leave links in the description, and you can reach out to them. But today on this podcast, we are going to learn about Alexandra's story, what brought her here, what got her into this media, and why did she build this type of content creator hub do not forget to like, subscribe, go hit that bell, do all that fun stuff and leave some comments. I don't know. It helps us out in the algorithm. If you want to know who we are, Fruiting Body Podcast is Fruiting Body. We are doing medicinal mushrooms such as lion's mane, reishi, cordyceps. We are currently number one in Thailand. Why? Because we have the best product. I'm not trying to be arrogant. The reality is we're the only ones doing Fruiting Body mushrooms. None of that mycelium on grain garbage. So without further ado, let's get this podcast started. Thank you, Alexandra, for joining us today. Um, so as we discussed, let's just jump right into it. Let the audience know, tell your story, where you're from and what brought you to Phuket. I'm from Russia and uh, we are here for nearly one year. Of course, we came after uh, all uh, that stuff started in Russia because um we had, we had big plans in Russia, actually. We love Russia very much, and uh, um, we have a son. He is eight-year-old. We um, started new life, I would say. We were ready to change our big apartment to a bigger. Uh, I was nearly ready to sign the contract. And on 23rd of February, all this stopped. And uh, dollar uh, exchange rate uh, changed, everything changed. Um, we were making video production in Russia, and we uh, worked with uh, companies, with uh, big companies, and most of contracts stopped because people didn't know what to do. They uh, didn't know whether they should spend money or save money, put it into business or leave. Many companies left Russia, Zara, clothing companies and shops, many, many companies. Uh, I think all life in Russia changed and um, it was hard, but uh, it is a new step. We, we started, uh, <laughs> we started uh, thinking what, should, what we should do. Uh, one of the ideas was to leave for a place where we can uh, develop. Because um, we didn't see any other chance to stay in Russia. Though our, all our friends stayed in Russia, our family, uh, they said, uh, you are crazy, everything will be okay. I'm sure everything will be okay, but um, something inside said, you need to go. Um, when, when we um, decided for sure was uh, when I saw um, some celebration at school, and uh, children drawing uh, letter Z in art class. And uh, this ruined all our hopes to stay in Russia. 
Uh, as for our education uh, for our son, uh, we always tell him that all people are, people are equal. And um, we want him to be open to the world. What, sorry, if I interrupt there, why letter Z? Was it just the art got boring? Okay, or does, okay. is there a meaning behind no, that? No, no. Um, if uh, for, for those who don't know, letter Z means uh, war operation in Russia. Uh, support of war action. And... Uh, Teachers are told to support all this in children's mind. It is uh, all about um, all about government um, program that uh, builds new people who will be very convenient to the government of Russia. And I don't want uh, to be a part of this. Uh, so we sold uh, some some of our belongings and we left. How we have chosen Phuket. Uh, once I have been here about 12 years ago, and uh, when I was in Wachalong, I thought people who can see this place every day, they are lucky. And uh, now I am here. I live uh, 500 meters from Wachalong. We have a beautiful village, and I'm really happy here. Uh, we we were choosing from um, Philippines to Phuket to uh, Thailand, and we just tossed a coin. Our child tossed a coin, and I'm we are hopefully here. So um, I think that that's a that's a good coin toss. Philippines, it's nice, but it's a bit it's a bit dangerous there. Yes, but uh, it's connected with the language. I thought it would be very hard to uh, communicate uh, in English here because um, nobody from my family can speak English, uh, at least like me. And um, it's cheaper. At first, oh, what, what we thought, uh, Philippines is cheaper. We have been there, beautiful nature. Mm, Russians also are present there. But uh, now I understand that our plan was better because when you choose um, a place with more uh, expensive prices, uh, with uh, tourist, um, tourists coming here, spending here their money, you can get more. Uh, you don't need to save to get more. Yeah, more, more opportunities. More. Now, now, you've been here almost, you said about a year, right? About one year. Do you have that option to go back to Russia or you're, you're never going back? Uh, we always have an option. You can always choose what you want, but um, we want to stay here. Now it's our home. We, um, we started a business here. Uh, as for business, uh, <laughs> I want uh, to tell some words. When you come to a new place, you have big expectations. You have a plan. But sometimes your plan is ruined. And sometimes it's good. Uh, when um, bad things can bring you better things. But uh, not always people listen to, the, to those signs and follow them. Uh, when, we, when we were coming here, we thought that we will uh, do marketplace shooting, uh, maybe work with hotels. But um, after some examination and uh, visiting hotels, uh, talking to them. I understood um, that uh, hotels, uh, they mostly use um, media from influencers. Uh, they uh, give uh, room and uh, you give 
content and they don't need a super professional content like we can uh, provide. Uh, as for marketplace, it's a good business, but it it doesn't inspire. It doesn't give uh, ignition in your eyes. And um, uh, then we met Russian community here. It's very big. A lot of people change their location to Phuket. They come, they leave. Some of them stay, some no. But uh, many of them need content. And uh, we decided to try. First, uh, first try was an um, online uh, presentation we made for one guy here. Uh, we had a friend living with us for three months here. Uh, he, uh, he is a film producer and he said, oh, what's you, what you are doing, it's bullshit. Uh, you, should, uh, you should shoot advertising, work with uh, McDonald's. Uh, and you just, what, what are you doing? It is uh, info business. He said, my husband said, okay, I understand you, but I want to try. Why not? And now uh, it is already six months. We have uh, our studio. We develop it every day. Uh, and we use all our experience from advertising, from working with um, big companies, from marketing. We put it into production for experts, for companies, to, to help them in social media. So they will reach out to you if they're maybe looking to do any type of content like um, a podcast, let's say, or they just need to film something for whether it's social media or their website. Typically, what are these clients um, looking for when they're reaching out to use your facility? Mostly they need content to sell something online. Mostly it is an online course or some uh, mentoring, coaching. And um, if you work online, you need to be present online. If you, um, if you want to sell uh, for a good price, you need good content. Very good. And uh, your positioning will change if you use good production. That's for sure. And uh, that's what we promote. Uh, um, I am a marketer. Uh, usually, actually, I, I have worked uh, for, for 10 years as a photographer at wedding. And why I quit was um, because I understood that wedding is also marketing, where a bride sells her wedding to her friends. And it was a great disappointment, disappointment in my life. And... Um, I understood that I would rather do fair marketing than this. And uh, I stopped this. Uh, then uh, I started marketing a lot. I did uh, content for companies, worked offline mostly. And here I can use all my knowledge to help people to understand what they need, what they want. Because many people come to our studio and they, uh, they are said, you need this and this and this, but they don't understand why they need this. They don't understand what is uh, this point B, where they go, and why they need it. Just because they, they s listen to some coaches and mentors online. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Um, maybe your social presence doesn't need to be on TikTok. Maybe it's LinkedIn. It really depends on, on what you're selling. I, I want to get into um, 
starting up a like a podcast studio and we'll talk a little bit about the cost to building that and specifically for myself why i decided to build it myself instead of maybe outsourcing it to a media production company and how people can make that decision but before we do that we're going to do a quick shout out to our sponsor um, over at five star marine five star marine is a private speedboat tour located on the island of phuket they're the only ones on this island that are going to allow you to essentially plan your own trip for the day so you're not stuck getting maybe uh, trapped with too many Russians or Chinese or even crazy Canadians um, on some islands that are taking pictures all day. They're going to allow you to dictate where you want to go. Uh, you can check them out, link in the bio or on Instagram at Five Star Marine Phuket. And a big shout out to them. They're, they're allowing us to do this production week after week. So go support them. And if you have any questions about that, leave it in the comments. Um, okay, so back to the question. I think this is interesting People will contemplate, okay, I want to start a podcast. And I was the same. I said, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. And I thought I could put a budget on building a studio. I knew in my mind I was going to do 100 episodes. So I'm like, I, I bet you a podcast studio cost me, I don't know, 4,000 baht or 5,000 baht a session, 100 episodes, that's half a million. I might as well build my own because I'm like, oh, it's only going to cost me 150,000 to build this. That, that budget was terribly wrong, terribly wrong. And when we started building it, the reality was the all the equipment here and everything you see in here, it was probably half a million bought. It, the price just got crazy. I mean, obviously the arcade, the cameras and stuff like that. When you decided now getting away from um, like traditional marketing and going into creating like this content creator hub, this now your own studio, the cost, they're not, it's not cheap. So can you talk us about that business idea and, and how you actually ended up putting that together? Because there is a little bit of risk attached to that. Uh, that's Yes, uh, that's true. There is a risk. But um, if you don't take risk, you, you get nothing. At least you need to try. As for us, we are freelancers. We are not entrepreneurs, actually. But here we have a community that uh, helps us to to develop this thinking. And we decided to try uh, to help other people using uh, our, what we can do for them. Uh, as for the cost, when we came here, we uh, sold uh, our flat and we had some money, though the exchange rate for dollar was uh, terrible. <laughs> uh, it was uh, like lose of a uh, lot of money. But... Um, we put something into studio and every every month we buy something new. We want to develop it. Uh, I think now it is about um, 15,000 uh, uh, 15, $15, $15, dollars. US dollar. Yes, yes. Yeah, 15,000 so, US dollars. Yeah, so half, about half a million. Yes. Yeah. We have uh, Blackmagic cameras. Yep. Uh, it is not just podcast studio. Uh, it's not the main um, main um, idea of the studio because we make online course, reels, uh, video for tunnel or what, etc. Um, yeah, I think a lot of I've had a lot of people reach out to me and um, they don't understand the amount of work that goes into making a podcast. And they'll, oh, can I just give you a thousand baht and come use the studio? I'm like, you can use my studio for free. I don't care. But who are you going to pay to produce it? 
well, you have the cameras. You, you just turn them all on and we film it and I get a file. I'm like, no, it's not how this works. Um, so when people are coming in and I, I, I'm going to assume this question is for a lot of people looking to do a podcast similar to this one. And if they wanted to do a podcast with you guys, sorry, guys, I'm not allowing people in the studio. This is VIP. Um, but if they want to reach out to you, um, can you maybe give a bit of a breakdown on, on what it might cost them to get started? Are there different tiers, packaging, pricing, or is it more general? Hey, you want to do a one hour podcast, you come in, you bring your guest, and maybe this is what it's going to cost. Are you allowed to share that information? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, it's open information. Uh, podcast in our studio costs uh, 11,000 baht. Uh, with the editing, with the preparation, everything. You don't need to think about time. You just come and enjoy. And Does get it, the length matter if it's one hour, two hour? It is up to one hour and a half, usually. Uh, that's it. But um, in podcasting, what is most important it is idea and uh, how regular you do it. If you just do one podcast, uh, it won't bring you anything except for uh, the podcast or interview you do to cut for us answering question about your product. There are some um, podcasts you can do uh, for marketing reason, but uh, it won't bring you new clients it is not for promotion uh, it won't uh, bring organic traffic it will uh, it will be useful it is good um, it's it's good idea if you want to answer a question and present your product yes i it's almost like another idea you could come in and do a podcast and you don't need to actually put the podcast on youtube you could take that and cut it all up into yes. content to use for FAQs, yes. to promote your product, for reels. That's right. So it's it's almost like an interesting idea from a marketer's perspective is you could you film the podcast but you're not launching it like me as like That's it, true. you're using it to have an hour of long content that you can chop up because it's I'll I'll explain to people that don't get it. If you told me okay, tell me the benefits of lion's mane. And he sits there and he goes, play. And I just start looking at the camera. It's going to take me a hundred takes and it's going to be, it's not going to be authentic. But if you, if we're on a podcast and you say, um, tell me the benefits of lion's mane, I can sit here and tell you, and it's much more relaxed. It's more authentic. It's more comfortable. And then you can cut it up. I, we do this a lot of the times. Um, we're creating content. And he'll, instead of me looking at the camera, no one will be there. And he'll just put the camera on me and be, tell me the benefits a lot. And I'll just talk to no one sitting there. <laughs> because this way, I can get more information out of me. But if, if you write a script and you look at the camera and you go, the benefits of Lyme is, it's very difficult. Very, very That's difficult. That's true. Um, and, and it's not authentic. What, ends, what happens is, I find, is you... You're talking and you're thinking. You're talking, okay, this is a benefit. And you're thinking, oh shit, what's the next benefit? And now you just don't look comfortable anymore. You look, you, you look very nervous. So anyways, that, that is an interesting way of how people could use the studio for content itself. Yes, they can relax. When uh, you are on podcast, you can relax. And uh, maybe it's not that short, uh, short time, but uh, you, will, you will tell what you need. In, in the end. 
but uh, you will look uh, relaxed. Many people cannot talk to camera at all. They cannot look in camera and talk. But podcasting, podcasting help, help, uh, help a lot. Yeah, to get your idea out. And, yes. and you can use so much of that content for your website. And the, we're planning to do that. So, you know, you can go, what is Fruiting Body? Who are they? I'll just take a clip from the podcast and put it there. I don't need to talk to you. Much easier to do this content. Um, now, how long have you guys been open the studio? I, I Now, I came across the way we connected was I saw an Instagram ad. I said, this is perfect. Um, I explained to Alexandra before. I'm kind of going through a podcast slump where it's like, Okay, I have to do one every week, but it's tiring when you have so many other things to do. I saw your Instagram. I reached out to you. I said, oh, when you have fellow podcasters, it's very easy, the content. It just flows. We're comfortable. No problem. So now that, that business, how long has that been open and how has the, the reception been? You're getting clients reaching out. Things are doing well or go, still going a bit slow? Mm, of course, there, are, there is low season and high season. And we understand it for sure. Uh, when um, it was uh, high season, we had uh, more clients, of course, than now. And um, but we didn't have time to think to think about our business, what to do next. We we were just shooting all day long, shooting. Uh, our our team was editing all the time. But now we have less client, and we could have a chance to stop and think what we should do next and what we should do the next year when uh, there is a low season. And now we are absorbed with the idea of YouTube. It is uh, in every cell of my body. And uh, we help people to promote themselves with YouTube. We, uh, we, find, uh, we are trying to find a new team for editing YouTube. We have some clients to promote them through YouTube. I, uh, dis I, um, I discuss uh, with them all ideas. And um, even if your channel is small, you can get good money from this. For example, in real estate. Even if you have uh, 500 uh, subscribers, you will get good money. And that's what we are going to do. Uh, we are here, uh, our studio is open for f six months already, and uh, I think it is the best studio in our our home. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think there, there are, are there other uh, competitors out here? Mm -hmm. I, I saw, uh, now I saw one in Bangkok, um, some friends were filming there. there. There's more studios popping up in Bangkok. I haven't seen really any around Phuket though. There are studios, there are videographers and companies, but uh, there is no combination. Mm. They are traveling from place to place, shooting around. Most of them even don't have a work permit. Most of them, I think, 99% uh, don't have. And uh, I think that helps us to stand out because we are, in, we are legally working here. Mm. And it's very important for me to support this country. Yeah, and also you, you want to make sure you can stay here and not have any problems. Yes. Same on our side, doing everything the, the right way as well. I actually saw there's a, I think there's a quite famous Russian YouTuber that opened up a, uh, it's like a, 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 a sauna cold bath. It's called like KS, KESR or something like this. It's up here in um, 
right around Chernale. Uh, I, I'll check it out. I'll show you later. But I I checked them out. It was more I checked out. Oh, interesting. This is a hot sauna spa. Blah blah blah. I actually reached out to him initially. Be like, hey, come on the podcast. I love what you're doing. Come on. And then I looked a bit deeper, and the guy's got half a million subscribers on YouTube. And uh, he's yeah, just up the road. But uh, it, he didn't come. No, I I meant to follow back up. Sometimes when you're reaching out to people to be guests um the schedules don't align mm -hmm. you know i'm in bangkok okay i'm back well now i'm in bangkok and then sometimes when that happens you're like oh i'll try in a couple months and actually i just remembered i should probably should send him a message again and this happens it's very difficult podcasting in phuket one um, a lot of the guests as we discussed are in bangkok that i would love to have and two, a lot of the guests that are here are never here. You try to reach them and then they're gone and then they're back and it's you're running around a lot as well. On your side, I saw you did a, a podcast with a stuntman. Now, was that you doing the podcast or how did that work? It was our client. Uh, she came to try this. Uh, and um, she came actually with two, two clients. She made already two podcasts. She's um, it's, it's about marketing podcast, marketing and future. Um, and uh, it was not our podcast, just our client. Um, but I think it's very important if you start, you should go on. Uh, two podcasts won't solve all your problems. It is just the beginning. It's um, just a try when you decide to go on or just stop. Because it's... I. I uh, I understand how much time you you spent for this podcast, finding finding people, uh, promoting it, uh, talking to your team. You need to understand why you do it. Every time, every week, whatever you are doing, you need to uh, give podcast to people. Yeah, you you have to have the passion for it. I think, like I said. The past month, I I didn't want I don't want to do the podcast. It's it's not that I I have so much more work to do, that like I need to get that done. But I still week after week I have to do this. I kind of explain it like I don't want to go to the gym every day too. I don't want to eat healthy every day too. But you have to. So that's kind of how I look at the podcast. And and then some months I love to do it, and then other months you know it's like uh, I'm not I'm not in the mood because I have so many things to do. But anyways, um. On your side, now these people reaching out to you, they, they want to do one podcast, two podcasts. What I can say is you need to probably do 200. That's, tr that, that's true. I'm only at 100. If you look at the most famous podcasts out there, forget about Joe Rogan, but okay, I'll, I'll talk about one, Impulsive. I think they're probably top 10 in the world. A lot of the podcasts took about two and a half years to get famous. And so you're talking... 200 episodes that's where my head's at i'm not i don't look at any data that i do i take it i post it i walk away i don't watch it i don't care i i know how to we know how to produce it i know the keywords the titles the thumbnails it's great and that's it i leave it i don't look at any of the data i kind of set a goal when i hit 200 if this doesn't take off i might think about it but i'm not even close there so another two years maybe i think you have to do it for i a podcast is not like a YouTube channel, like a vlogger. A vlogger can blow up in one week. A podcast, I think it can take two, three, four years maybe. 
It's a long way. It's a very long That's way. That's why we don't do it. It's a very long way. But if you once you hit it and you're going, it, it you've created such you've built such a strong home, the foundation. So once it does take off, you have so much content behind you that I don't I don't think it I don't think it does this. I think you just keep growing. And I noticed that with my podcast, I can look at the data and that's the only thing I'll look at. It goes like this slowly, but it never does this. That's that's the interesting part of that. On your side now, you're working with Black Magic cameras. These we're just using. What are I don't even know what these are. Sony A. Sony. Sony A seven, A three. Oh, A seven Mach three. Yes, we. I don't know why we decided on those. What cameras are you using? These black. They're Black Magic. Yes, we are using Black Magic because we have big experience. And uh, the picture is beautiful right away. So you don't need to change skin tone. Uh, whatever lighting you have, the picture and the skin tone is perfect. Actually, um, my husband here uh, makes all the shooting and I uh, mostly do speaking <laughs> speaking part. Uh, that's why I, um, I cannot tell you much about uh, the cameras, okay. technical side. Of course, I understand, but uh, I am yeah, not the, professional. The, I, that's the that the technical side. I refuse to learn. I have so much in my head of other stuff. I just okay. Let's have the team handle that. We use the Black Magic switcher, um, and that just allows us. So, as you you're aware, um, the post production is not as intense, um, and that those just so people understand, like the switcher is twenty thousand baht, but if you did 10 episodes, the amount of editing you would have to do, it, you have to get this. It just, it's a no-brainer. Uh, then we use the Rodecaster. Um, I think we got pretty lucky buying equipment because you when I started this, I didn't know anything. I still don't know how to turn the camera on, honestly. Um, and I, we were, I was a bit afraid, like, I don't want to buy the wrong equipment because this, is the, this happens. And then you have to go buy the right one and it just costs more money. I think we did okay. Um, okay, so on, on your side, I want to come back to leaving Russia and now living in Phuket. Is there, I, I don't know if, we're, if we have to be careful talking about this, but what I've heard is a lot of the people that left Russia because they may have had to go to the army, was that the case or no? Oh, yes, that was the case, but we left um, before all this started. We just were waiting for this. We knew this will happen uh, and uh, we were lucky to come f to come earlier. Uh, our son started school in September first, and uh, that's why we came in August. And all this uh, started in September, and we are lucky to spend much less money for the ticket, because many of people I know uh, they uh, they spend huge amounts of money to buy last tickets to leave somewhere anywhere in the world many people left everything and uh, traveled by foot or car or taxi to kazakhstan tajikistan and others are just there. to fly out just to fly out just to run away just uh, to stop everything from the beginning to start for everything from the beginning was there a, like a, a cutoff date like a date um i think in the u.s they call it the, the army calls it the draft which means the Russian government can say, no, you need to go to war. And yeah. you left before that happened. 
Yes, yes, we left uh, much earlier. So th- now, but now in Russia, people that are still there, and if they're told they have to go to war, do they have to go? Yes. If not, if not, you go to jail, right? We have uh, some some online service. It is called Gososlugi. And uh, there, all your documents, uh, all your belongings are registered. You get uh, some documents from there. You can register, apply for documents, and you get them uh, with the help of this site. So this site knows everything about you, where you go, what car you have, uh, if you paid all your taxes. And uh, now this site can, can send you invitation to the army. And even if uh, nobody gave it to your hand, as before. So many people, they left houses, and uh, if they are not given this invitation in their own hand, you may not go to army. Now this uh, site, Gososlugi, can send you this invitation, even if you didn't open, you, it's, uh, it's clear that you have received it. And... Um, that's that's it. C- could your your husband? Because he, could he still get that? Yes, here? he can, but uh, he cannot go to army. So is that legal? That's okay because they can. He can say, "Hey, how can I come? I'm in Phuket." Or is there? Is, I don't know. Okay. Well, it's interesting to to know, like, because then you don't know, like, if he if he gets that while in Phuket and he can't go, what happens when you go back to Russia? You get in trouble, or probably yes. Yeah. Probably interesting. Yes. Now I know Phuket's a very interesting place, and not just not just Phuket, Thailand, and I'm sure Bali and places like Copenhagen. The Russians here they have their own world. That for for an English speaker that's not Russian, we don't know about this world. Can you talk a little bit about the Russian community and what's really going on in there? What's it like? It's just is it full of support? Is it? Uh, um, I'll let you speak on that. Okay. When we, came here, we, when we came here to Phuket, um, on, on our second day here, we decided to visit a meeting of Russian business community. There were only 25 people in uh, this breakfast. So um, it was uh, my first time visiting such community. And uh, I was hoping... I will work with, uh, not only with Russians here, but now we work mostly with Russian. The community was growing and growing, and it is absolutely full of support. Absolutely. Uh, when uh, there was high season, at, um, about uh, 300 people came every Friday, and um, they were communicating, networking, finding new friends, uh, what to do, where to go, finding even even workers for their company. Uh, it's very supporting. And uh, when you leave your house and uh, you have new family, it's like having new family, people who support you, people who speak your language. We have a meeting every Friday here. And now um, Julia and uh, Kirill, they are heads of uh, this community. They build um, co-working for Russian community. Of course, not only Russian can make can come there, but uh, books will be in Russian, shows will be in Russian. It is in Chalong area. I think it's a great idea. Of course, um, of course, uh, it's great when some part of your home c- 
comes with your with you to a new place and uh, and it was like that that's why uh, i don't miss my friends too much uh, i of course i miss them i miss my family but here i have new community and new friends that that give you this feeling that you are home are there many meetups like this or is this kind of a single type of meetup meaning you're talking about 300 people meeting on a friday but are there other groups like how many groups of russians are meeting up around the island uh, there are a lot of groups uh, girls meeting some sometimes uh, i attend them a meeting of uh, info business also crypto meeting all in russian a uh, meeting for uh, games like mafia etc cash flow many many meetings even um, even um, some relaxed meetings or maybe yoga meetings and maybe any russians watching this now i'm sure they know how to find it how do they find out about these groups is it through facebook is it word of mouth Uh, all Russians use, of course, Instagram, but uh, mostly Telegram. Telegram groups—they uh, um, there are there are a lot of Telegram groups that uh, give you information about this. For children meeting, girls meeting, men meeting, business meeting, whatever, many groups, and uh, it is also a good source of money for those who own those groups. And to find that, are you searching on Telegram, or you would need to be invited? Uh, you don't need to search. You will be invited uh, even if you don't want. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Maybe I can sneak in into a couple of these Russian groups. No, I'd have no idea what they're saying. If you want to attend some Russian meeting, I can invite you and even uh, translate for you. Because um, I have one friend, Carrie. She's from Switzerland, and she visited a Russian meeting. Uh, she works in um, junkyard theater mm. and she promoted this um, place in russian community i think it's a good idea to promote yourself in russian community and network because they are open and many of them know english very good yeah and i'm i'm sure there like yourself there's russians that could connect to this podcast and like i said it's it's difficult to find people on the island outside of your own network Um, and that's what's interesting about the podcast. Most of the guests that have come on, it's been from a guest. A guest will come on and then they'll recommend me people and then they will come on and then they will recommend people. And it does make my life easier as well. We're also thinking to eventually uh, create an Instagram all in Russian for the product. We're starting one in Thai because um, what I believe is you, I think you need different Instagram accounts for languages because it's how can I... I cannot do a reel about the benefits of cordyceps and then just write five languages in, in the text. That's I right. think I really think you I'm starting to learn this now that if you're going to market your product in another language, you need a separate Instagram for that. You need a separate Instagram and a person who will promote it. A hundred percent. And that's that's what I'll I've soon will be looking for. I think in Thailand you need English um english thai and russian this is the, now of course you could go chinese but i don't i don't think that's as big of market i think russian's the bigger market no, that's yes. that's kind of the plan and then again like maybe i need russian speakers on here on in my studio talking about lion's mane and that's a whole other piece of content as well i think that's probably the plan 
in maybe six months. I want to I want to get comfortable first in the English, like make sure that this wheel is working properly, and then it's kind of a copy paste. Okay, let's try this. And who who is the me in Russian that can explain this? That's, that's true. Uh, when you have a good experience, you can put it to other languages. Do you offer that type of service? And and that's what's fun about this podcast. You bring you get free con- consultation service as well here. Um, do you offer that service if I come came to you and said I have my product? How do I market this in Russian? What are what are the what is the roadmap? And would you come and kind of lay out a whole plan of what we could do? Yes, we can we can uh, talk about this. I don't think we should spend uh, time no, no, no. of your precious podcast for no, this. No, we won't. We won't go too deep because I'll check. I oh, see it's already. How many minutes are we at? Now I always just ask live. Fifty-four, but probably minus the whole speech at the start. Okay, that's good. Okay, yeah, I think that that's something that'd be interested to to talk about and and working with this production team here from Nebula. Um, that's what they specialize in. They help expats english expats or russian but let's say in my case english expats looking to penetrate the thai market and that's our next step so first we had to build it for the english market see what works what doesn't work and now the next phase is they're going to literally copy and paste it into a thai instagram but where your service could come in is like now we can copy paste that into a russian instagram obviously they can't do that um so that that's It's very interesting for anyone similar to myself selling products, not just in Phuket, in Thailand. If you're looking to get into the Russian market, maybe BPM Media is the answer. Why not? Why not? Okay, um, we're gonna end it on that note. That's that's my own little uh, call to action there. Um, again, this this is not sponsored by BPM Media. I <laughs> legit reached out because I'm like, I want to talk to fellow podcasters, and as you're talking, these ideas just they come to fruition. They come to life. So. Uh, I'm gonna pass it over to Alexandra, and she's gonna let you know exactly. She's gonna look right into the depth of the camera and just let everyone know where they can find you and how they can connect with you. We'll put all the links in the description. Okay. This one right there. Okay. Uh, our studio is situated in Chelong area, and uh, if you need some social media content, uh, maybe you need to record your online course or you need reels or whatever, or maybe you don't know what you need, actually, we can help you because uh, we connect marketing and video production to help business to grow and uh, grow your sales. Perfect. And all, any uh, how they can find you on Instagram? Um, uh, if, you, if you are looking for us, uh, just uh, put BPM Media Phuket and you will find... You will uh, recognize my face, <laughs> my smiling face. We'll show you the key. Okay. And um, what I was thinking as well, do, do you want to do it? On, uh, this we don't cut. This just keeps rolling. Do you want to do a second take in Russian? Because after I can give you the whole video file and then now you have the con. You get my idea? No. Okay. No. Sorry, Russian's not for you. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm interested in English uh, people also we have uh, english speaking clients now also but not so many probably because our instagram is mostly in russian yes and uh, that's why we have uh, it in our strategy to change uh, some some videos to english will will you make a second account or kind of keep we, it in one we already have second account it is all in english but we have no chance to 
um, grow it yet. Yes, yeah. yes, to follow uh, both accounts. This is if people don't. It's time when you if it's you're not consuming. if you're not in the media game like. Even for myself, like we have Fruiting Body Podcast and now Fruiting Body Mushrooms, I can't even look at my personal account. I actually, I gave access to my girlfriend downstairs. I'm like, can you please just do something with it? That's right. It's very difficult to manage multiple accounts. But also we need different uh, content for um, two audience because Russians uh, need one thing and uh, English audience, they need other. In Russian, um, girl should be absolutely perfect absolutely in for english audience a girl should be natural so um, different uh, target audience and how they speak to the camera and how they're marketing it, it there has there's a certain look and feel russians uh, they um, don't sh don't show emotions too much or uh, sometimes they show um, Russians don't show emotions too much, I would say. English-speaking girls, uh, they are more natural while they are speaking, and they don't think how they look when you, they are speaking. So what happens if the, the Russian girl is marketing in Russian and breaks the mold and acts like the English speaker? Would that not work well for marketing? That will work, work well, but uh, other girls who are attracted may think that they don't want to be like her. Mm, I get it. You have to speak to the audience. You have to represent them. Yes. Well. Yes. Awesome. I think we could probably go on a whole episode of the difference between Russian and English marketing alone. Um, I don't know how long this went on. We're trying to keep them lower. Podcasts are not easy to do in short time. So hope you enjoy that wraps up another episode of fruiting body podcast let us know what you thought in the comments any questions uh for alexandra uh, i will leave links in the description so you can reach out to her especially if you're looking to do your own podcast and even penetrate the russian market as an english product which we'll discuss later okay thanks a lot and we're out